Yo, did you hear this freaking terrible this terrible news about freaking uh this this uh what was it? Grumpy cat man? Yeah, he died. What? Yeah, man. He died. He's a cat, dude. That's a he used up all nine lives. Yeah, yeah. Grumpy cat. Why do you, you, yeah. you got to start things off like this, though? <laughs> Just got to set the mood. Got to set the mood, Yeah, like, set, yeah. Well, the you know. Life, well, you got to set tears in my eyes. Love <laughs> yeah, man. It rules us so hey, hey, that cat lived the life, though, man. Yeah, I mean, dude. He, he totally that cat was more famous than I will ever be. Like, <laughs> yeah. Don't even, don't even trip. That cat lived the dream. That was the definition of burning the candle at all three ends. Like, that was just incredible. You're right. Yeah. No wonder he, 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 he died only well. seven years. Don't seven be years. sad that he died. Celebrate the life that he lived. Yeah. He, seven years of hard living. <laughs> hard, hard living, you say. <laughs> Just seem uh, angry about everything, man. Uh, <laughs> Don't understand. Yeah. So so yeah. so salty. So um, salty about everything. Did you did you did you but that's why uh Almond sent that that picture. I was like, Oh, is this is this heaven? I hate it. I hate it. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> I, now that makes more sense. Yeah. Freaking <laughs> oh man. We'll miss you. That was a good one. Yeah. Okay, um, on that note, let's start this podcast. <clears throat> Going live in five, four, three. gentlemen what's up how are you doing it's me manny c i'm sitting here with tie fighter buddha will and special guest pandaroni we are part of the hardcore casuals a collection of oddballs and content creators who's dedicated to bringing you the very best of games gaming and all things entertainment ladies and gentlemen welcome to the hardcore casuals lounge oh baby uh yeah i you know feeling good i'm feeling good panda how the hell are you Good. I'm good. Feeling real good. Feeling real good. <laughs> All right. Yeah, fantastic. Good. Happy to have you here uh, once again. You know. Happy to be back. Thank you for uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. And and a Thai Buddha, of course. How are you guys doing? Hello. <laughs> Living the dream. What? 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 That was a grumpy cat impression. I just, nah. I just all I said was hello. I don't know what's wrong. Yeah. Hello. Uh, I was, you took me you took me uh, uh off off guard. I wasn't ready for it. Okay. Sorry, I'm so um, off that like post raid high right now, so I gotta come down off this here. It's a, <laughs> it's a drug, man. I'm putting it in my veins. Yeah. Um yeah, you definitely I wanna hear more about that. Uh yeah, so so but uh, we'll that'll there, be yeah. on the games. Um Yeah. All right, all right. Before we go in, let's talk about 
uh hey guys thank you so much for for pressing play on the podcast we appreciate you so much um you know if you're if you're listening to this on itunes go ahead and uh drop a little comment drop a little five-star rating uh you know we would be very very grateful uh always go ahead and check out the the hardcore casuals.com that is the hardcore casuals.com uh while you're there you can go ahead peruse the articles you can look at the the podcast uh notes uh, and also, you can you can take a look at that Patreon, thehardcorecasuals.com slash Patreon. If you would like to support what we are doing, we would appreciate it. And uh, and last but not least, there is the Discord, thehardcorecasuals.com slash Discord. Hop on in, say hi, uh, you know, uh, engage yourself within the community. We would love to have you. And there we go. And there we go. Let's let's talk about the games that we have played this week let's start with i'll go yeah yeah i mean yeah i'll jump in right there hey yeah yeah Yeah. way to way to grab the bull by the horns (laughs) (laughs) but have something good to say um yeah no honestly all i've been playing mostly is minecraft as you know been working really hard on the on the new server and I've also been playing a few other games, though. I, I've been recently getting into a game called Don't Starve Together, which is basically like oh. a Tim Burton Minecraft almost, in a way. But it, uh, is, it, is that like like as a top-down kind of survival? Yeah, yeah. it's like a top-down uh, look. You, um, Yeah, and like the darkness kills you. Like, yeah, it's oh. all about surviving. It's very very hardcore to be honest it's, it's actually kind of hard but it's a lot of fun and you play with like up to six people i think in the same like play like same like server or whatever you want to call it so it's really cool it's very well done um and it was a pretty cheap game to be honest i got it on steam and for a uh, sale too so it's really good really good and um speaking of sales i know the uh, steam summer sale is coming up soon which is really nice so i'm hoping to get some good games on that but other than that i've really just been been on the minecraft kick good game what is like your ultimate goal in minecraft right now like are you in the process of building um, something real big yes. or okay well i did just get done building a, a a giant two giant farms it took me a span of three days so oh, a little, little burnt out on that yeah but <laughs> i'm actually just trying to get more established so i think right now currently i just need to get my base built up a bit more because i have like farms and stuff i have things going but I need to get like my base, you know, I need to get my structure built up a little bit more. So right now it's looking a little bleak. Uh-huh. Yeah. Man, I took a peek in on your stream and you, uh, you had so much stuff going on <laughs> that I was just like, yeah, I'm, that is not how I'm going to be. Like you had boxes on boxes on boxes and you had them all labeled. And it that's, was like, I was like, yo, I can't, I can't, a, I can't craft tiny, that way tiny storage system too i actually want to upgrade that i want to upgrade that quite a bit oh my (laughs) gosh that's my starter storage system yeah i I mean but buddha you just started you know what i'm saying like yeah i yeah i guess man but i'm like yo that's a lot man that's a a lot of stuff i get that and i'm gonna tell you a year ago that was me coming into the game uh seeing almond and all that and like how they played like she had a lot of stuff going on, man, and I'm just sitting over here building a little tiny castle out of cobble, and uh, I, I, I didn't know what was going on, man. I literally didn't know what was going on. But as I played it more, I just got more and more into it, and like 
just learning more things just kind of snowballs you know you like to learn them and then you just start learning more about it and you just get really into it i don't know it just it it seriously dragged me in and i did yeah. not expect that at all well, yeah, I, i've got a mean mud hut that's what i got <laughs> i've, I've come upon i've come come upon your mud hut <laughs> it's a very nice place you have <laughs> yeah it's, uh, well, everyone it's starts simple life Everybody starts off like that, you know, like it's just yeah. about trying to make some type of structure. And then eventually you figure out enough of the basics where it becomes uh, what you can create. And then it, then the game turns into something completely different. You know, then you start yeah. imagining like, you know, you start big it really structures. St- like, and I said this before, but Minecraft has a way of like really bringing out your creativity, even if you aren't creative. I'm not the most creative person ever. Like I'm really not, but I can build kind of nice things in Minecraft if I actually set my mind to it. Like I'm not much of a builder, but I I get it done. It's it's a lot of fun. So I don't know, man. It definitely took me by surprise, though. Did not expect to get this much into it. (laughs) That's for sure. Spending lots of hours. What about uh? What about you there, Buddha? What did oh, uh, what, what did you me? play this week? What about you, Buddha? I uh, you know what? Um, so I've been I've been continuously playing uh, more of the uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands. I've been I've been I, I took out one of the bigger bosses uh, uh, the other day. So I'm, I'm I'm happy that I'm 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 slowly making progress. I only have like maybe I don't know five major guys left, and a bunch of little dudes just kind of running around that I can just pick off here and there, but. Uh, I've, because I've been playing it so long, I've pretty much almost maxed out everything I can. I can max out as far as like my skill sets and and uh, trinkets and little little things. So my rebels are are yoked out, and you know my my team that I my AI team that I run with, they're all you know exceptional killers now. You know they just I just kind of send them in there, and they just kind of do work, and then I pick up the pieces later. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of just drone everything out, and then whatever I can't kill with the drone, I just send my guys in there. They'll get it. They'll figure it out. But, um, but yeah. So I'm slowly getting that done. So hopefully I can get that finished before the new one comes out. And then uh, I decided to dip into Game Pass. Uh, me and Corrupt, we uh, we were looking for something to play, and we uh, jumped in on. Uh, it's called For the King, and it's a um, it's a RPG um, turn based combat. Um, it's got a really cool, um, uh, almost like a, like a, like a rogue, uh, style map that, uh, repopulates itself every time you start a new game. So you don't really know what you're going to run into overall in this giant map. Um, but it's kind of like XCOM where it's like you, you only have so many, uh, so many units of movement and then, uh, but you never know what you might run across. Uh, there might, you know, you might get ambushed by like, you know, creatures or, and, and stuff like that. And you get loot. Like every time you kill something, you have chances at, you know, uh, opening chests and running into dungeons and going into catacombs and all this stuff. And, uh, surprisingly, um, we had a blast playing it and we ended up beating the game. Um, we played it so much, but, uh, so we beat like the first, like, uh, the main story. And then it's got like all these other, like, I don't know sub stories that they've got, so we're gonna start chewing on those. But uh, a lot of fun, and it's on Game Pass. Uh, if you like turn-based combat, if you like that uh, RPG looty kind of game, um, it's a nice little twist on things. Especially if you're a fan of like XCOM. If you're a fan of XCOM, you're you're gonna like this game because that's 
It's just XCOM, but in a fantasy realm. What's the title of it again? It's called For the King. For the King. I've heard of this game actually a bit. Yeah, it debuted on Game Pass this this month. Um, And so you can can play it uh, right now. It's not a very big game. Uh, it's got, you know, difficulty loads. You can up the difficulty on it. Um, depending on, we, we didn't, we didn't up the difficulty right away because we really didn't know what to expect. We, I mean, we watched the trailer and was like, well, this looks interesting. The art styles kind of, uh, I don't know. It's not too cartoony. I mean, I guess it is. It's kind of like, uh, what was that game that you liked? Uh, Ty Ashen. I think it was like Ashen. Yeah. Kind of like that. It's kind of like got that, that look to it. Um, but the people have faces. <laughs> as opposed mm-hmm. to Ashen, but uh, but yeah, no, it was a, it was a fun game. Like I, I really, I really liked it. I, surprisingly, like it, it kind of, kind of got a hold of us, and then we just kept wanting to go and find out more and keep getting better stuff. And you know, it took us through the whole little story of this big wizard that you have to take out, and uh, it was a blast. It was a lot of fun, and you can play it. Uh, you can play it as couch co-op, or you can play it online co-op. So and you can have, I think, up to four people. So it's pretty neat. Fun times, fun awesome. times. That yeah, actually sounds like fun. super legit, like an XCOM style turn-based strategy with with friends. I think that's mm-hmm. kind of sounds awesome. I'm gonna have to yeah, check that out. yeah, no, it's, it's definitely a good time, definitely a good time. Like I said, it's it's just you know it's in that fantasy realm, um, so you know you're dealing with swords and battle axes, and you've got wizards and all kinds of you know stuff going on, herbalists, aka healer, <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, good times, and that's uh, that's well, I did. Words so, other than fight with my audio issues, I don't want to get into. But yeah, audio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're ever interested in streaming and you think audio is cool and easy, I uh, bite my thumb at you. It's uh, ridiculously easily the hardest part. Audio uh, e- easily, easily, yeah. Easily, yeah. I, don't, I mean, I would have never easily. thought that coming into streaming, be like, oh, of course, video and like internet streaming is the hard part. Nope. Mm-hmm. Audio is audio is like a flowing river that goes both with and against the current at the same time. <laughs> it, well, you know, you like I said, it. it's the only thing I actually you really call it river. I got on. other colorful names. <laughs> I'm trying to use flowery and descriptive language. I, I know, uh, I know. <laughs> I just I, I fought with my audio for like I don't know two or three hours. I didn't even get to stream tonight. I was I was Step trying to stream. One, don't use voice meter banana because it's dumb. Well, no way, well it, it, it it actually it actually it, it might not actually be the voice meter that's the problem. It actually might be my capture card. That's the being the really? the punk oh, in this whole. Dumb. I'm yeah. sorry, that sucks. Yeah, audio this well, way is fine. It's just my game audio. Pop, bunch of rice crispy treats. Dude, I've never heard of game audio getting pissed. That sucks. Yeah, yeah that's, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, so anyway, good times. I uh I did a lot of raids this week. Uh, yeah, tell us about well, that. Well, yeah, dude, I know it's been such a fun week. Uh, so, I mean, uh, once again, uh, I think so. Last week on podcast, I talked about the new Destiny content content that came out, Zero Hour, and how we had done both the regular version of this new level, and then you do the heroic version in order to get like the upgraded version of the weapon that you earn in the original version. So, in addition to this this heroic version, there's also this this puzzle that I told you about. I think I went through. It's like this big, long, fancy number puzzle in a room with like forty computers in it, and you got to touch the right computer. Well, anyway, in in true Destiny fashion, uh, the uh, the the quote uh, configuration of the level has changed from void configuration now to arc configuration, which is a different one of the three 
elements that Destiny runs, which are Void, Arc, and Solar. So we'll see Solar next week. This week was Arc, and last week was Void. And so that does two things. That one makes enemies significantly more weak to Arc elements as opposed to Void elements where they were last week. And number two, it completely changed the structure of the number puzzle. So people had to go out and figure it out again and then make a new spreadsheet for me to read. Uh, and we had to do it in a different order, and I did stand in a different spot and read different numbers. And But anyway, we got it, and we figured it out. And I am now two-thirds of the way to having the fully upgraded Outbreak perfected weapon. I feel really good about it. And uh, also the the secret hidden ship from the secret hidden level. So that's a lot of fun. We did the uh, most recent raid with our little fire team Thursday night, and... This one is the one where uh, there's an enemy type in Destiny called the Fallen, and the Fallen pull their energy from a machine race called Servitors. And in this raid, a Servitor basically uh, equips a Megazord, and you have to fight the Servitor Megazord as the final raid boss. It's fantastic. Ooh, uh, so anyway, yeah, it was stellar. Uh, so we did that. That was fun. And then the the big achievement for me this week was that I finally... Uh, acquired something called a title in Destiny 2. And titles, there there are currently eight of them, I believe, and each one of them signifies kind of one of the real pinnacle achievements, uh, and all of them have to do with kind of a different theme. So there's one, there's a title uh, called The Unbroken, which, is, which requires you to do a vast number of different uh, challenges within the Crucible. And there's one called Dredgen, which requires a huge number of challenges in Gambit. And and so I completed one called the Curse Breaker, which is almost entirely a PVE-focused uh, title that takes place in the Dreaming City and in the Ascendant Dimension that I've told you about a couple of times. And you have to find like all these collectibles and complete all these challenges and do some of these time trials and uh, acquire some of these weapons and and can and uh, which are cosmetics. And one of the cosmetics that you get is a ship. And the only place this ship drops is from the Shattered Throne dungeon, which is only available once every three weeks. And you only have a chance to get a ship once per character. And so, in theory, you have three chances to get this ship once every three weeks. Jeez. And I've been doing the Shattered Throne. I've probably done the Shattered Throne like 30 or 40 times in order to get this ship. And I finally got it this week. Nice. Uh, and so now I'm officially a curse breaker. So I'm very excited. So <laughs> what that means is anytime anyone sees you in the world, it not only says your name, but it also has your title underneath it as well. So it's kind of a cool little label that gets attached to your guardian. Like, okay, this is what TIE Fighter achieved. He did all these things. Like, And, and it will always be next to that name. So that's very cool. Hell and yeah. then, yeah, it's definitely one of like the nerdier Destiny things that I've done, but I'm... <laughs> I'm <very laughs> and then really finally, awesome. uh, yesterday, uh, the Division 2 released their first raid. Uh, and it is a huge deal because the Division 1 didn't have raids, right? They had incursions, which I was telling you guys a little bit about before. They're kind of like uh, big strikes or kind of like the strongholds from the Division 2. They're, they're, they're kind of uh, fancy missions. They're longer. They have more... Uh, higher level enemies one of them had a really cool mechanic where you were fighting against a fire breathing fire truck which was very cool that was called the dragon's nest and i thought that was a very clever way to use uh real world uh technology to make for kind of a fantasy story 
but that was a, a, a giant mission against the cleaners, which are a bunch of blue-collar workers using their flamethrowers to try and burn out the <laughs> virus of New York. A, an excellent faction, and it made for a really great uh, mission because you were the final area of that mission was in a giant warehouse with a giant fire truck that would spit flaming kerosene all over the ground, and you had to maneuver through all the fire and carry out a couple of things before you won, and that was really cool. But anyway, the raid is much bigger than those things. Uh, so it is an eight-man raid, which is a bigger party than than the division has ever had before. And for you know weeks and weeks, they've been telling us like, you need to have really good gear. This is going to be very challenging. And they've they've never crossed on that. They said this is going to be very hard. Be max level, optimize, optimize, optimize. And so I I I feel like I did pretty good. I got some really good pieces of gear, and you know I got some really good stats. My my extra damage towards elite enemies is very high. I've got good weapons. Uh, I got all the skills unlocked. Like I'm in a pretty good place, and everyone else on my team was also in a pretty good place. Like we were we were pretty ready, and uh, we got to the first boss room and. That was not very deep into the the raid. The raid is basically four main encounters. Uh, we had there's like one little firefight before you start the first encounter. So we, hey, we made it through the first firefight, woohoo! And then we get to the first boss encounter, and we were there for three and a half hours trying to beat it, and we couldn't. Uh, it was, whew, guys, it was tough. It was a check. Uh, you know, there's, it's this big open room and there's a giant, I shouldn't say giant, there's a big boss guy and he's basically invincible. Uh, and the only way you can damage him is with one of two turrets in the room, but there's ads everywhere trying to take you down. But every now and then these little pieces of technology pop up and make everyone within about a 20 foot radius completely immune to everything. And so you have to use the turret to destroy the defensive matrices is what they called them. But if you can read this screen in the corner of the room, the, it has a letter on it, and that letter corresponds to one of four laptops in the middle of the room. And if you can hit the right laptop in the right amount of time, it automatically turns off the defensive matrices so you can avoid the immune phase. But just the damage coming from all directions and the boss is just carrying... The boss is carrying around a minigun and not firing it. He's just bopping people on the head with this thing. And that's <laughs> and it's Jeez. killer. It's deadly. He's so fast and so big. and. Yeah, anyway, this is eight people who have been playing this game for two months and everyone felt like they knew what they were doing. We're going in all happy-go-lucky and it's just, yeah, three and a half hours of head banging on desk, but it was a lot of fun. I, I, I'm confident with the right strategy we can get through. Uh, maybe a little bit of extra gear, making sure we're getting enough like crit damage and maybe a little bit of extra weapon damage for some and a, you know getting the right pieces of gear that have the right passive stat synergies and such, but... Uh, the developers have said pretty clearly, like if you can get past this boss, like he's 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 the he is the real gear check, which means that the bosses following him are not any tankier than he is. Uh, this is just to make sure, like you have what it takes. But this is definitely not something that continues to ramp up as the raid goes. It is like this is already as hard as it's going to be. So if we can pass him, we can beat the raid. But we spent three and a half three and a half hours not beating him today, but it was a great time and we had a great crew. So I'm looking forward to training in. That's yeah, I mean, we had fun, you know. Yeah, at the end of the day, that's what that like this end game stuff is all about, right? Yeah, that dude. This is it. I'm. I mean, this is a blast. This is what I'm here for. This is the cheese, man. <laughs> this is the cheese. Oh yeah. That's really right. awesome, though. That sounds really fun. Have any of you guys ever done any sort of raid content? No, so I actually tried with Destiny One, right? Because that's, that's did you go I, into Leviathan? 
I oh, no, never, no, I was never able to. Which one did you do? I didn't do any. Oh, I thought you said you tried. I tried because, I, like, so this is what happened. I got, I remember uh, America. So he he was yeah. big in Destiny. Oh yes, at the, time. the person I thought you were talking yes. about Destiny. No, 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 yeah, yes. yeah, the, the streamer, right? Uh, so he was big on Destiny at the time, and I was like, "Bro, le- let's go in." And uh, you know, I haven't really played too much of the game, but I am totally into trying to figure out this this raid business, you know. And he's like, "All right, cool. Let's let's go. Let's give it a go." And uh, he looks at my levels and stuff, and he's like, uh, l- "Let's do something else." <laughs> So, <laughs> <laughs> so we ended up playing Battlefield. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you just gave up. You didn't want to. You didn't want to grind for it. I, I mean, I don't. I, I so I mean, look, we can we can go back and look and see what my. I have no idea what my level is. If you want to, if you would like to, you know, pop in and and see what I would have to do to get leveled up. To because, uh, listen, as much as I've I've. Uh, you know, poo-pooed on, on Destiny. I, I That's the one thing I haven't done in the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, the raid on the, on the first I think available. I did a bit of the first one on the first game. Um, I think it was like glass something, something of glass. Yeah, the Vault of Glass. Vault of Glass, yeah. I did that one. I didn't, I don't think I completed it, though. Okay. We got so, yeah, Vog is kind of widely regarded as like the pinnacle gold standard of destiny rating and i I, we went through it you know for my first time i I did never i never rated in d1 because i didn't have a team and and now we've got a team so we kind of go backwards and do some of those sometimes so i did vogue for the first time uh, a month ago ish maybe and i think i think people are looking at it through some rose-colored glasses because compared to some of the things that we have now it's it's very like it's good it's well done but it's i mean it's not what we have it's not it's not the last wish it's not scourge of the past but uh and I know some people listening to this are going to be like, oh, you know, screw that guy. Vault of Glass is the best thing ever. Uh, <laughs> but that's okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's, an, it's an excellent, excellent raid. People look back at it really fondly. I know literally thousands of people have asked Destiny to take Vault of Glass and put it into Destiny 2 so that we can continue to, to play through it because people love to, to grind that stuff. Yeah, that that one seemed very intense. Like, oh was... yeah, I mean that's I mean, and and that is kind of the caliber of of what they have all been. Like, mm-hmm. um, that like amount of communication, that amount of mechanics, that amount of puzzles that need to be solved, and and they've even built on top of that. So, yeah, it's it, that is kind of how it how it works, and it's it, it is really like it, it's cool that they exist because it really gives you something to grind towards. Like it is it is truly a pinnacle activity, and it feels so so good to be able to run through them. So, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to be able to do it on uh, the division. You know, you should think like one day in the future we're gonna look back and be like, oh man, remember when we struggled with the dark hours? Oh man, we were such noobs, but. Uh, for now, we are still slogging through the mud <laughs> trying to figure out the best way to do this. But you know, this is the this is the yeah. fun part, figuring it all out and having fun yeah. and yeah, you know, crashing against the wall. It's great. This is this is this is the pinnacle we're looking for. So that's it's a lot of fun. Definitely, uh, definitely. Um, my so actually, I did not play video games this week. I I was focusing. Well, that's not true. Um, what kind of a monster I, are you? I, I did play. <laughs> I did play some more um, Wildlands. Right. So I got in with uh, with my with my brother and my sister again. 
and we play again a permadeath, right? And it's another stupid death, man. We just finished. We just finished the whole damn, the whole damn first section, bro. We finished it, and it's like, okay, that's good, you know. But here's here's what happened. We had a, a good friend that popped in 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 the chat, uh, in the party, and and we were we were talking, right? And uh, I was tired. My everybody was a little bit tired. It was late at night. And my, my sister just runs off. Runs off and you know trying to trying to grab a, a skill point that's that's out there. So the way the game works is you collect these skill points and uh, you can unlock abilities, right? Skills, right? Points f- towards skills. Uh, but the Unidad, which is which is the big bad, right? When 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 these guys roll around. And they're alerted. You have to be very, very careful because, it, like, they'll send in helicopters. I mean, they're they they they're, they're big big trouble. You know, it goes from from everything is fine to oh my god, we're screwed in seconds, right? So Unidad was alerted, and my brother was like, "Yo, let's get in this helicopter and let's just wait it out." And this you know this other gentleman was 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 she was just talking right i heard my brother but my sister was just like let me just go and get this skill point real quick and she's running towards unidad right and i i'm i'm looking at her run and then she just go just jumps down the cliff right into the the base where where unidad is freaking rolling deep and i'm like t uh that's her that's her freaking uh gamer gamer tag I'm like T, there's you're surrounded, and by the, the second I said that, doom, she was dead. She was dead before she hit the ground, right? So, she, like, so she was, all right. So she was downed, right? Now, I at this point, I'm both telling her like, what the hell did you do? Like you're screwed, and then B, I'm diving down there with her. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Because it's like big brother thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't let you go down. I have to try and pick you up and, and do whatever I can. Uh, I just, like, lost my mind. I jo- <laughs> and so my, my, my brother's up on top. Next thing you know, we we all died. We all we got wiped. <laughs> my sister, you know, she just ran she just ran off. Ran off into freaking uni, dad, damn it. And then we all died, bro. My, my brother's been doing this for, for a minute. He just immediately stopped. And started making a new character. I'm like, man, how, how can you do this? I'm out. I'm done. I'll see you later, guys. <laughs> I'm freaking done. You know. So I did. I did start it up again. But good God, yo, you, this permadeath thing is as cool as it is to play. When it hurts, yeah, it hurts if only hard. There was some way to turn that off and just play. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm thinking about. T- turning off the permadeath and and increasing the the difficulty yeah. like turn it on like extreme difficulty and then yeah, the game was a lot of fun regular. to go through on the uh like really hard difficulties i enjoyed that game a lot actually man i might i might end up doing that i might one one more one more death one more death like this, and I'm, I'm, I'm permadeath is out the window because I do want to freaking get past the first section. Damn it! I beat the first section three times completely. 
I'm gonna have to freaking restart. Yes. Damn it! All right, so that's Damn the only game I, I played. Besides, besides that, uh, was I, I, I've really been trying to learn other things, right? So I'm 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 trying to learn like how to take nice pictures. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How how do I take nice videos, right? So so one of the things that we would definitely like to do. Uh, sometime soon is just expand the types of content that we do and and learning how to create video is is a big deal you know so i i figured it was gonna be like oh you know i could just make a quick video um no problem just hit record it's like no you have to learn how this whole thing works and you know what's the right color balance and blah 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 a whole bunch of stuff so that's what I that's what I was doing. It's cool though. There's I'm learning a lot, a lot though. I'm learning yeah, a lot. There's a lot that goes into it. So yeah, uh, that's awesome though, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it was, it was slowly but surely. Um, you know, so maybe you know when 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 the stream when the stream comes back, well, there might be some some extra fun things, you know, because uh, as you know, that I haven't been I've been taking a little bit of a, a respite from the stream. But um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <clears throat> anyway, I guess I guess that's it. I guess we can cue that music, right? We can yeah, we can cue that cue news that music, music. <laughs> right yeah, yeah, yeah. now. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the news. It's great to have you here. Welcome. My name is Tie Fighter. It is wow. It's May seventeenth. We're halfway through. Thank you so much for being here. This is the news, guys. We got some cool news today. This actually is. Uh, I mean, I kind of want to hear Panda's thoughts on this because this is definitely your your thing. But uh, for those of you who loved Pokemon Go, for those of you who enjoyed the AR experience or the what was AR stand for? Not alternate reality. Uh, augmented. augmented. There it is. Yeah. Uh, okay, so augmented reality. They are bringing an augmented reality Minecraft soon right minecraft earth is on its way and uh we we got a little bit of a video for it if you wanted to hit a uh a, a google on what that looks like they kind of gave us a peek at what it might look like uh a little brief summary that we got from gamesindustry.biz uh thanks to brandon sinclair Microsoft is making Minecraft for a stroll, or taking Minecraft for a stroll. The company today announced Minecraft Earth, a free-to-play augmented reality mobile game that appears to take some cues from Niantic's hit Pokemon Go. Set to enter beta this summer, Minecraft Earth will let players build things together like an original Minecraft and then allow them to place those structures throughout the real world. By exploring their neighborhoods, players will also gather resources for building, discover new things they can use in their creations, and battle creatures new and old it's unclear exactly how the game's monetization scheme will work but microsoft has said it will not use loot boxes microsoft has also anticipated the same sort of safety concerns pokemon go ran into and addressed that in an faq about the game link here we take safety seriously and are taking measures to make minecraft earth an enjoyable and reliable experience for all players players and parents will be able to use account management to adjust safety and privacy settings a reporting system will allow players to report any concerns in game to our website. In addition, we will also have a modern team working or a moderation team working 24 seven to manage and respond to reports. This is pretty cool, man. You want to build Minecraft in real life? Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I it, it sounds really cool. It sounds really cool. It does. And I'm probably, I might be wrong, but I feel like it's going to die out really fast 
and I I just don't see I don't see the point of going to go out and try to build the blocks. Now, also, it's very confusing on how you would like interact with your surroundings, right? Because yeah. well, I mean, they gave only the no. teaser video. Really, that's the only thing we oh, really yeah. know. I mean, we saw we saw no like quote unquote gameplay of it. We just saw right. some graphics put in real life and. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so I have no idea what to expect. I, I totally get it. You know, we have we got another story today that basically says that Minecraft has sold 176 million copies worldwide, which is insane, right? I think the only other the only one that sold more than that, I think, is GTA Five, unless that's more than GTA Five. But they're very I, close to each other. That is that is actually it, it makes Minecraft the the most sold game worldwide. Damn. Okay. Yeah, cool. So thing. that's huge. Now, let's consider the most used gaming console in the world. And that is actually your phone. We have more right. mm-hmm. people playing games mm-hmm. on their phones than on any other console in the world. So why don't we take the game that the most people in the world love and put it on the device that most people in the world use and give it to them for free? That's some that's some dangerous-ish right there. Mm-hmm in my opinion. Now, whether it's accepted, who knows? I mean, Pokemon Go, I didn't see becoming super popular and there are still people walking around doing it. So, I mean, I was completely wrong on that one. Uh, so yeah. Same. Like, yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know. We'll see. I think it, it depends on what it looks like. You're right. Because we really yeah. don't know like what the experience is for a user on this. Uh, you know, yeah. is it as exciting to find someone's castle that they built as it is to find that rare, like sparkly Pokemon that you would have found before? I don't know. We'll see if that gameplay loop is... That's good. Yeah, and I'm not sure how it's gonna train. Like, how far do you have to go? Because in in Minecraft, there you you travel by blocks, right? So, for instance, my base is a four like two two three thousand blocks out from the spawn area, which is the you know zero zero coordinates. So, like, how would that translate to like real life walking around? You know, like how far would you have to go? To be able to like, how big is this world gonna be? Can it be anywhere? Like, I'm just, I'm yeah, just a little I'm, confused I'm, on it. Yeah, I'm thinking it's gonna be everywhere. I don't think it's gonna be like confined to like, you know, you're not yeah. gonna find the the edge of a map type of thing. It's gonna be kind of mm-hmm. like kind of like Pokemon does, where it's just like it just everywhere you go, you're in yeah. the game if you want to be. I'm just curious as to if I run across somebody's castle, whatever, yes. can I disassemble? Get out of here, bro. Are you really? <laughs> see, see yeah, this is the first question, too, because there's going to be griefers. That's going to happen. Like, that just, that just happens in Minecraft. What? I mean, I don't know what I'm doing. You know? <laughs> you know, Buddha's asking the real questions right now. Okay? I'm, uh, you know, because that, that would be the, like, you'd be like, oh, you're going walking down at the park, and all of a sudden you see, like, you know, this cool castle thing, and you go up there, and there's nobody around, and you're going to. Yeah, that's with it. So if you're like with, yeah, if it's like in the world with everybody, can like anybody come and touch my stuff? I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I don't know what kind of stuff you're gonna get. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't even know like, what the, the limits. Diamonds. Right. Yeah. I mean, who knows? You might not even be able to get diamonds. Like, I don't well, even know. See, yeah, that's. There's that's lots the of questions, but what would be cool is if one person can make a creation put it somewhere in the world and then it's there it's like geo located you know and other people can go around and and see that you know it i it could be really cool you know 
it would be cool. I just don't understand how the functionality is going to work of it. You Lots know? of like, questions. Do you want to you build a tall structure and all that? You know, there's a lot of things that go into it. I don't know. There's just a lot of a Absolutely. lot of questions. Totally you know? agree. I Lots mean, of questions. I mean, Panda, of course, cool. all you have to do is climb to the top of a very tall building, and then yeah, exactly. Yeah, am I, is that am I going to be climbing up to the top of the Eiffel Tower to try and build something as big as the Eiffel Tower? Like I don't easy, easy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the parkour skills. I mean, I, I, I think you're asking clean. the questions that the developers probably ask themselves, right? How does yeah, how like, does what does this look like? And yeah. I, I'd like to think that they solved all those problems in the process. We just don't know what their answers are. to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm excited so to I see, see more. more. I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm excited to see more, but until I see more, I'm not exactly sure how I feel well, about it. It's, it's a little weird from this standpoint. Right. Uh, Lord knows, regardless of how cool it, it may be, I'm not going to be running around, you know, <laughs> with my phone out. Getting, yeah. You know, building. Right. I'm just not, same here i don't see myself actually going around trying to use this thing but i'm it, it looks cool it does just not no, i'm gonna wait until yeah, i, I don't see myself like, chasing. Sure, i'd use it i'd use it every time i was out and about walking around town by myself on a see, saturday usually when i'm out and about walking around i'm usually trying to take time away from the screens and the games and all oh, that yeah, you dude, know 100 so that's so I usually try not to like get on my phone too much if I'm out and about. I try to just, you know, interact or, you know, just enjoy the outside, you know, because I, I tend to I tend to stay on screens quite a bit. So, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I feel like I, I would rather have my gaming at my gaming area and then have the outside world be the outside world. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. that's kind of how I felt about Pokemon Go as well. That sounds like about the oldest man answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're outside, you need to be outside. Get off my yeah. lawn. Yeah, yeah. Get yeah. off chasing them Pokemon. Yeah. 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 Pokemans. Yeah. All right. I remember Goodness I remember sakes. very clearly that uh, we uh my wife and I were out for our one year anniversary. This was last year. Or no, maybe it wasn't our one year anniversary. We were just out on a date, or maybe it was engagement or something. But we were at like a really nice restaurant here in Boise. And it it sits right next to kind of one of those man-made lakes uh, right next to downtown. It's really hoity-toity. But around the little lake is a pathway to walk. And this was right smack in the middle of the freaking Pokemon boom. And the, we were trying to have a nice dinner. And there were just dozens and dozens and dozens of people in huge groups just doing circles around this freaking lake trying to get their steps so they could level their Pokemon up. It was just so weird because normally going to this restaurant means you have a an unadulterated view of this beautiful little lake thing, and then it was just friggin' full of just children. It was nuts. People was trying so to get Pokemon. Yeah, see yeah, this. Is, so and then it's going to be filled with people trying to build things on this beautiful lake, you know, exactly. with a Minecraft, and they're going to be you know trying to swim in the water. <laughs> I don't understand. That's all. I just, well, I'm not sure how this is going to work but there's definitely going to be more games like this to try and get people Mm -hmm. out and about and in in that sense um it's really cool and i you know i hope it succeeds uh you know pokemon go when they first explained it it was like what the hell is this this sounds like crazy talk you know what i'm saying and like you know but it, it ended up being really cool and a lot of people had had a lot of you know quote unquote in game 
uh, uh, fun, but meeting actual people, you know what I'm saying? Going out, walking around, you know, it's, it's, it's good. Right. Um, like there's certain running games, uh, that are, that it's not an actual game. There's no graphics to it. It's just straight running, but then it'd be like, uh, oh, there's, there's zombies. Right. So it's like a, you're, uh, it's a running application, but it'll say when there's zombies near you and you have to like outpace them. So it's just these, these different types of things I'm sure we're going to see more of, right. Uh, whether it be specifically for exercise or just trying to get, you know, to socialize or if you're just, just getting outside or whatnot, you know what I'm saying? It'll be, it'll be interesting. I think I agree with that. I like what it's doing. So it'll be interesting to see more about it. But so uh, some parts of uh, this other article where it was saying that you can. So when you're done with your building, you can scale your build up to life size and put it anywhere you want and then invite people to enjoy it in play mode. So I guess once you make something, you can either make it accessible to others or not so much. So I guess that that would make sense. Interesting. So I can build something, put it out there in the park and like have people destroy it if i just leave it out there or maybe <laughs> improve it maybe improve it yeah uh, that would i mean you know what would be if you can leave minecraft signs out that i'm i'd only do that i would get and use the game only for minecraft signs and just leave them everywhere Totally. Oh my God. All right. I want this game guy. to come out. Okay. Yeah, I feel like you're going to be the trolliest troll <laughs> that ever trolled. But, but Panda, Panda, while we're on the, the, the topic of Minecraft, tell us a little bit about uh, what you've been doing on the YouTubes. That's been pretty cool. Yes, it has been really cool. So as you know, I'm, I've been streaming a lot. Obviously, I've been streaming for the past two years and I've been looking for another outlet for content. And I figured, why not try to make videos? It's uh, something I've always wanted to try to do. So uh, I've been past, I think, three weeks or four weeks now. I've been uh, cutting together videos for Minecraft and actually for the casual craft server for hardcore casuals. So I have some like episodes on there. I think I'm on episode five at the moment. And I just released my first Redstone video as well. So Hoping to get more into like more redstone videos as well as more um, survival multiplayer uh, let's plays kind of thing, you know. So I'm actually right. really excited about that. I'm really, really excited about that. So for 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 those of you who don't know, like redstone is actually like circuitry, right? You're you're building little, you know, virtual machines that you know do different types of of functions. Uh, yeah, it's in-game. absolutely insane what you can it's do with it. It's just pretty crazy. Yeah, it is. It really is. So I'm excited to get more into it, though. But yeah, thanks for asking. Um, so that's definitely awesome. Make sure you you check that out. What what is your YouTube? I'm just uh, just Pandaroni on on the YouTube. So I'm sure if you just type in Pandaroni Minecraft, you'll find it. Okay, that, uh, that usually works. Definitely go to thehardcorecasuals.com. Look at the notes. We're going to have uh, links for Pandaroni's uh, YouTube and uh, Mixer. And uh, we'll we'll throw his his Twitter account or whatever else he wants up there as well. Uh, so so make sure you go ahead check it out. Um, I'm excited to see more of this, right? So so you have been I doing these videos. Um, yeah, it's... you know I mentioned before this is something Amon and I talked about for the longest doing YouTube style 
uh, playthroughs with with Minecraft and um, Switch, part of the uh, Hardcore Casuals community, uh, Mod Squad member. Uh, he's also been doing some of his videos, and I just saw his r recent one. He died. <laughs> he was saying how he died like almost seventy times, like trying yes. to uh, yeah, <laughs> inadvertently. Defend yeah. his village, and uh, yeah, it was he. Yeah, it was so bad. I was actually on during that, and the chat was just filled with death messages, and it was just, it was just so bad. So yeah, that was. It, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun to record these things, and I'm glad Switch oh is getting into it as well because he has been. Uh, he's actually been uh, really on the YouTube a lot. He, he he he's been on there for quite a while, and he he always has struggled with like you know keeping consistency. So he's. He's actually been more consistent uh, this go around, so he he's been actually really really happy about that, and I'm I'm glad I'm glad to see it too. Yeah, you know, absolutely, it's good. I've been the enjoying it. I've been enjoying all it. this, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, alrighty, so let's move on um to uh to the next stuff. Um, I guess I could I can go ahead and and jump in. This next one is super easy, super short. Um, Splinter Cell, yeah, apparently that's coming. All right, that's it. Next story. Uh, <laughs> All right, so uh, okay, I, Manny, you have lost your privileges. <laughs> go, all right, go ahead. What? What else? What else did I miss? Okay, so <laughs> just a little couple details. Uh, we got, I don't know, kind of. We got debated this week, and I didn't feel good about it, but we had a good laugh at the end of it. So I, I remember when this went down because it was just like, "Is this? did this really just happen? But when was this? On uh, May 14th, so three days ago, when or Tuesday. And I follow a guy named Julian Garrity on Twitter. Julian Garrity is the creative director on The Division 2. He's, he's a very vocal person on Twitter for uh, getting in touch with people who are playing the game, saying, you know, thank you for being a part of it, or, oh, I'll report this to the team, or we hope you guys like it. Like, he's he just he's generally a amenable guy and uh, a, a fairly uh, popular face of the Division 2. Anyway, Julian posts a Twitter post uh, saying the following, working on the next hashtag Splinter Cell with Danny, uh, Danny Howe and uh, Rom Kamor in Lyon. Can't wait for E3. Crossover with the crew, too. Only missing Ghost Recon and Rainbow Six, but they're on their way. And it shows pictures of these guys just sitting around getting drunk. And so anyway, we were just like, wait a second. Did this, did this guy just talk about making the next Splinter Cell with all these like big Ubisoft bigwigs right now? Like, is this real life? And we'd like I sent it over to the guys. I'm like, is this real? And we didn't really know what to think. And then all of a sudden, all the news people were, all the news like places started picking up on it. And we started, you know, saw all the stories popping up. Like, <gasps> is there a new Twitter yeah. show coming up? <laughs> like everyone got baited on this one. And then uh, to, to really like hammer at home, he released another tweet that says, okay, please don't retweet. I may be in trouble. And then he re released another tweet. We don't have it linked here, but it was a picture of his phone with a text from the Ubisoft PR head saying, please stop tweeting. <laughs> and I did not see so, that like, there's one. This, yeah, it was really funny. And so there's like the sense of urgency, like, please stop talking about this. Please, 
Please stop talking about this. And then finally, uh, US Gamer came out and apparently they reached out to Ubisoft for a comment and Ubisoft kind of ruined it for all of us. And they said Julian was obviously joking like Julian does. We don't have anything to say about Splinter Cell at this time. And so, yeah, I I mean, a part of me thinks it was just kind of like a, a drunken, like, wouldn't it be funny if... And bro, I I still believe, bro. I still believe, you know. I mean, Lord knows we're due for one, right? I mean, we are due. The past like the past few E3s, it's always been the same the same predictions, right? Well, we're gonna get a new Splinter Cell because it's been long enough that we haven't gotten a Splinter Cell. So we're gonna get a new Splinter Cell, and we're gonna get a new Borderlands. People have been waiting for a new Borderlands for a long time, and we finally freaking got one this year. So we're excited about that. But where's our freaking splinter cell? So, but another thing is Sam Fisher, the lead in Splinter Cell, did make a cameo appearance in Wildlands. You know, that's right. Uh, and and you see him; he's older, and and he goes in, and, and they're talking, and he's like, "Yeah, man, they don't they don't make them like me anymore, right?" <laughs> so, oh my god. So. Uh, so yeah, so I mean, like he was—he was definitely there. He definitely has 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 progressed or changed over time, and I'm—I feel like this is definitely they're building towards something. I—I I think it was a joke, but I'm—I think there's a lot of truth. Like most good jokes, you know, they—they they always have a pinch of truth in there. But we'll see, man. Lord knows, I'm—I'm I'm gonna be hawking freaking Ubisoft over E3 for sure. Yeah, exactly. Because I would love to see another Splinter Cell as well. Me, like, uh, too. Did you ever play Splinter Cell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it'll happen. I, I think it'll happen. I'm I, I, I think it will I, too. I, yeah. I mean, honestly, well, I mean, why not? Really, there's enough people that want it. Well, okay. Here's the question: What was the last time we got a good uh, stealth game? Before, but since Dishonored Two. Since Dishonored Two, I yeah. I I, I don't know. Sure. Is it Assassin's Creed? Well, I mean, I guess the no. I don't think not, it's not the ones Creed. now, but I mean, the ones before it, it, that were pretty stealth, stealthy. Right? Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, but I mean, like, I feel like that category is currently fairly underserved. So. Mm-hmm. We could definitely get it. Right. If you're listening to this podcast and you know of a stealth game that we've gotten since the since uh, Dishonored Two, please feel free to comment on the podcast. We'd love to know because I'm super curious. Because I, Lord knows we could use one. That'd be great. <laughs> Good, <laughs> but we'll see. I, I mean, I, I'll, 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 I think I've said it before. I will be there at, at E3, so I'm excited to see what they bring to the table. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Anyway, oh guys. Goodness. Moving on, uh, what the EU court ruling means for the games industry. So, guys, a, a new law passed in the EU, the European Court of Justice. And basically, it says that all employers are now responsible for tracking the hours of all of their workers, uh, which is obviously very new. I mean, if you've ever been employed as a full-time employee, as an exempt employee, what exempt means is that you are exempt from getting uh, overtime. Right. You you are paid for 40 hours of a, a week of work. If you work more than that, I'm sorry, but we're paying you. So shut up. Uh, but now they're making that 
so that hours now have to be tracked so that if it becomes clear that a employer is taking advantage of their workers and consistently making them work more than 40 hours, then a legal complaint can be filed and proven. So obviously within the games industry, crunch being what it is, I mean, we just got the recent report about Anthem. We got the report about Fortnite. We got the report about so many other uh, uh, developers dealing with this exact same thing. Obviously, 40-hour work weeks are becoming the not norm, but these people are still getting paid as normal full-time 40-hour-a-week workers. And so uh, maybe this might be a way for you know litigation and law and uh, uh, you know, change to actually be made into what is a, obviously a huge burden onto the industry. So I don't know, Manny, how do you, how do you see it, Manny? Do you think it is good that, you know, laws are being made in order to fight this? Do you think this is something that should have been figured out from within the industry? Like, what are your thoughts? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm usually, uh, against like whatever, I mean, my default is whenever there's a government gets involved, uh, you know, I get all all cautious, and I usually think that that uh, is better. To, you're better served within the industry, right? Uh, but <clears throat> you could also take a look at, let's say, the you know things like the forty hour work week or whatnot. You know, like uh, and and overtime pay. Like these are all kind of a mix between like lessons learned from the industry and also government action. Right. So all of these things that, that we, that we got like the five day work week or whatnot, these are all like all past struggles from, from the, uh, um, industrialization, uh, uh, era. Right. Um, that, that laws have, have been passed and whatnot. So I, I don't know. I, I think I think it could potentially be good, but my red flag, you know, my government overreach, you know, senses are are tingling, right? Mm. Uh, but I don't. At the same time, like the, you see, you see all these stories going out, the uh, horror stories, you know, like oh my goodness, I'm I'm working, you know, eighty hours a week or whatnot, and and there's just these poor schmo interns being abused, you know, like not really getting paid anything extra and they're not really getting, you know, dangling job offers and not really paying out, you know, I don't know. It, it seems, it seems problematic. This is probably something that will at the very least scare the U S companies. Uh, so, so that, you know, so that they might make changes to prevent a government uh, action. I can totally see that. So, I, I I don't know. What 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 do you guys what do you guys think? I mean, I don't know. I think I mean I mean it, when when a game is about to come out and there everybody's crunching to meet that deadline and stuff, it seems like that's kind of what it should be like. People kind of have to to suck it up and work long hours to get it out to meet whatever deadline that they said they were going to meet. Now, surely they're not having to do that all the time like you know i don't i wouldn't imagine that once you hit that that big crunch then you know all of a sudden it's kind of going back to your standard you know nine to five you know what i mean it's just when there's you know content that's you know being promised to put out and you you make your deadline then you know if you're not quite there then that usually means somebody's got to work a little bit over to to make it happen so I mean, I, I guess it's a good thing. I mean, 
I mean, I kind of agree with Buddha there. I think it's, I think it's kind of a good thing. And I, I don't know. I, I feel like you, you do make a deadline, right? And so many deadlines get pushed back. And I understand it does it does require a lot of time and effort and all that. But you, you do want to hit the deadline, so somebody does have to, you know, some people yeah, do but, have to work a little bit extra, right? But what Buddha was just saying is the exact opposite of what of what this law was. You know, what I'm saying is like, yeah, sometimes deadlines have yeah. to be met. And mm-hmm. sometimes you just need to to work, and crunch time is is a thing. And and honestly, you know, crunch time happens anytime there's a big deadline. Anytime there's a big deadline, people are going to be working for it, right? I don't mm-hmm. think this law is anti crunch. I think this law is anti uh, crunch without getting paid for it. All right. If you have, if you, if the crunch is an isolated event, right? If crunch is an isolated event, then that's not that big of a deal right yeah you're gonna you're gonna work we're gonna work real hard I think that's what buddha was saying was that like you know it's not happening all the time right, right. it shouldn't be happening it shouldn't be happening every... all the time and i think yeah. the problem is that there's so many companies that from what you hear is that it's it's so mismanaged that you just go from one crunch to the next crunch and the next thing you know is it's 24 7 crunch you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And 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 you're hearing these, so they're they're taking this ex- ex- normal, you know. Hey, you know, it's time to to really work, you know, extra to to you know to make this thing happen. Into that state is is now normalized, and that is just pure mismanagement. Right. You know well, I mean, it, it doesn't say anything about nobody not getting paid. So it's basically being able to opt in and opt out of having to work overtime. So if you didn't opt in on your contract when you when you signed to, to be employed by said company, then, you know, they can the company can say, hey, you know what? Sorry, Johnny, we really need you to to to, to pull a 16 today. You know what I mean? Because we're coming up on this deadline. Whereas if you if you did, you know, uh, opt out then they can't hold that on you they can't sit there and make you work that extra you know those extra hours mm-hmm. whereas right now they really don't have no say it's kind of like hey we need you to work extra hours hey no i really can't because i gotta go to- no that's really not an option if you can't do it then we need to find somebody who can type of thing so i guess that's just a way for them to be protected um and getting the um, Apple amount of rest because it's saying you got to have at least 11 consecutive hours of rest every 24 hours. So almost like a CDL driver, basically. A what? A CDL driver, like a commercial driver. They have to be down before they're allowed to drive. Oh. Yeah, my my uncle deals with that as a pilot. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So it's like the same concept, I guess. Because, you know, people need rest. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they, they do, do, they do. do need rest, yeah. Um, but, you know, I guess, you know, like I said, you know, if you've got a deadline and you've got the people that are willing to work um, over, then, you know, they're going to work over. Work I over. guess this is a yeah, way for them to... It's a weird thing, because what happens when someone says, well, I don't want to be one of those people that you call when you need someone to work over, and you just say, cool, never mind, I think we're going to go with the hire that says he's willing to work on... Yeah, pretty much. That's what ends up happening. And then the ones that are actually having to work the extra hours, you find the opt in in those hours, and you beat them up in the alley. And uh, <laughs> mm. <laughs> thanks a lot, buddy. You know, <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, but, uh, how, that's how uh, life works. Uh, 
I, I, I think though, I think though that um, really, whenever the government is moving in, I, I, I want to say that uh, the industry is is beginning to find its own balance out of that, right? Like, like a, there's a, enough uh, uprise. Or people that are voicing their opinions about this being wrong, and or, or uh, people wanting change, right? I, I think that alone is enough for for certain change to begin to happen. You're seeing lots of of companies burn themselves out, right? So look at, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. Look look at Anthem. You know, uh, there there a lot of. Uh, the news that has come out of it is just how mismanaged certain things were, how, how like the horror stories of what it was like behind the scenes, how many people like just started leaving, you know, like valuable people for that team. Like when, when you, when you uh, create a, a culture of, of crunch, right. And there's no respite, there's no rest. Like you will lose your valuable players. You will, you know what I'm saying? And ultimately, mm-hmm. You, you know, you can only abuse people for so long before before you are either forced to recognize that you can't do that anymore or your company is going to go out of business. You know, like look at freaking uh, what's his face? Telltale. One crunch to the next. That was totally mismanaged. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I think this what this will make the employer do basically is just uh, they're 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 going to add that to the to the interview process and then say hey are you willing to wait, work extra hours and blah 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 mm-hmm. and if they say no then they're going to be like oh okay all right and then they're going to go to the next guy that says yeah man shoot i'll work as many hours as you give me well you're hired buddy come on <laughs> in you know and that's what will end up happening i think that's all this will make this do is make them disclose that and if for some reason they hire somebody that uh you know doesn't have to work over and if they don't want to then they don't have to you know so uh, i i i i think government should just stay out of it that's 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 where i'm landing on it you know um uh, i understand what they're saying i understand the concern but i think i think that the government the government it will ultimately make it too cumbersome for them to actually allow for different types of, of solutions to be made, you know, more flexible solutions for, for a wider amount of people and still get business done, you know. But that's that's just I'm always going to land on, on that <laughs> on that side of things. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty off brand, Manny, and I wouldn't worry about it too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I mean, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what see happens. What happens. I, I'm curious to see like how many more of these crunch stories come out of EU over the you know the upcoming months. One thing we'll I see. expect though, I expect that this to be like uh, a a point of concern for the American companies. You know what I'm saying? They don't want they do not want uh government action like this. You know what I'm saying? So they're going to have to react. So in in that sense, you know, hey, EU uh taking the bullet for um uh, for the uh, you know American game companies, uh, you know, we'll see. There's change will happen though. That's for sure. Of course, of course. All right, moving on. Uh, we got some. Uh, I, I guess good news that it's getting addressed. Bad news that it happened. Sort of thing. This is from Polygon, uh, who's the writer? Susanna Polo. 
Los Angeles Superior Court has charged business manager Kaya Morgan with five counts of elderly, elderly abuse against the late comics legend Stan Lee. Morgan had been a major figure of the elder abuse accusations surrounding Lee's final days since the late 2017, and this is not the first time he's been charged in relation to his care of Lee. A judge approved a restraining order preventing him from coming in contact with Lee or his family in July of 18. In addition to the restraining order, Morgan had previously been charged with two counts of reporting a false emergency, one for calling 911 to report that there were burglars inside of Lee's home when Lee was being visited by two police detectives and a social worker and a social worker who were investing claims of elder abuse against Morgan and one for accusing a security guard of assault with a deadly weapon when he refused to sign an NDA. Let's, let's stop for a moment. He called 911 on burglars inside Lee's house as Lee was being visited by two police detectives and a social worker who were investing claims, investigating claims of elder abuse against Morgan himself. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, yeah. He's a, he's a great guy. Yeah, what? I guess because of the restrainer, he wasn't allowed to be on the property. So security right. basically stops him at the gate. So he can't go, he can't do anything. So his next option was to try to make something happen. And so he calls the cops. Ugh, on the and cops. And makes up this. Yeah, yeah, call the cops on the cops. Yeah. Yeah. Hot Mess Express. All right, this, like. this continues just a little bit longer. Morgan's dealings with Lee were complicated, to say the least. Under his care, multiple members of Lee's longtime staff were fired, including his accountant, his housekeeper, and tour manager, the latter of whom was well-known and liked figure in the comics world. Morgan has all, had also leveled multiple accusations of elderly abuse and fraud against other figures in Lee's life and may have taken a, over Lee's social media accounts. The latest charges include four felony accounts of elder abuse, one for false imprisonment of an elder, and three counts of theft, embezzlement, forgery, or fraud with respect to the property or personal identifying information of an elder. All charges could potentially result in jail time for Morgan and a representative for the L.A. Superior Court Public Information Office told Polygon that a warrant has been issued for his arrest. What a freaking dirtbag. Yeah. yeah. Just wow. Like, yeah. well, you know, there was a footage of like um, Stanley, you know, he was just he was basically sitting at a table to sign autographs and he, he looked completely out of it. And this guy, you could see this guy like you know, shoving stuff in front of him, telling him what, what to do and all those kind of stuff. And he just looked bad. So I'm not surprised that this is all coming down on this guy. Jeez. And I remember Stanley actually tweeting out something like before he passed, you know, and it was kind of weird because it was like, uh, it was just kind of out of nowhere. And it was, it was something to the effect of, uh, I have control of my, my social media. He was talking about Twitter. It's like, I have control of it. And I'm, I'm the one that's, you know, doing this and blah, blah, blah. And it was kind of like, what, what is he talking about? Like what's mm. going on there? So when you see wow. this stuff about, you know, him taking over like the social media stuff, um, now that makes more sense now, but, um, that's just sad, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just super sad. sad. That's just, yeah, it's just awful. Like, <clears throat> I just don't understand what possesses people to do this kinds of things. <sighs> money, you know, probably. Money. I mean, you know, that's all there is to money. money. Yeah. He saw Stanley as a, just a big cash cow, and you know, yeah, and took it, as much advantage as he could. Really, it really, it, it really, it really is terrible, right? So, 
like it's very similar to taking advantage of of a child you know what i'm saying like when you're very young there's there's a certain amount of helplessness you know what i'm saying and when you abuse a child you're a freaking dirtbag you know and and it's the same uh with the elderly you know like like they're they may become a little bit more dependent they may uh be a little bit more more confused you know and and especially in the Stan Lee's case where you know you have you have money you have you know uh and people are trying to whether and you see it all the time whether it be family members or close uh you know co-workers or what have you they just gather around like freaking vultures you know it's really mm-hmm. disgusting to see uh, it's it's uh, it's a such a shame did you hear some of these crazy stories you know one of them was so crazy i don't i i don't know if it's if it's been proven or not right it's it's one I of these investigated stories. stories one of them is that this dude supposedly uh took some of stan lee's blood and stamped yeah. his signature on freaking comics in the blood, bro. I, I, I that sounds to what me. What the hell, dude? That what? sounds. It's it sounds unbelievable, right? You know, now if yeah. uh, now this is one of, like just one of the crazy stories that are that are going out that leads for uh, that people are, are are saying about the elder abuse situation. You know, there was an uh, other things, though, where where Stan Lee was quoted as saying that uh, basically that he, he just wants to give up. Like things are really bad. Uh, he's lost control of 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 so many things and 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 he just wants to give up. And and I think it's just so sad because Stan Lee was I mean, was such a a, a kind hearted, generous soul, you know. And to have yeah. in his last moments this freaking dirtbag coming in trying to trying to squeeze him for whatever he was worth instead of having peace. You know? What a yeah. freaking D-bag. So it's good it's good that this dude has has been uh set up on charges and we still have to see like what you know what uh comes of it. But I really hope if this guy is is guilty and if he did these things, then he really needs to pay because it's freaking disgusting. I agree. I agree yeah. with that. I mean, I'm yes. sure we'll get updates on the litigation, but as as we know with things like this, it's not something we're going to get a report on tomorrow. Oh, no. Uh, or, it takes know, time. Dude, courts take so long and it, i mean it could be it could be months to you know over a year before we really see what happens with all this and mm-hmm. i mean it sounds like there's a warrant for his arrest which means he may or may not actually even be you know in custody yet so i mean it, we're a long 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 ways out yeah we have mm-hmm. no idea yeah which is oh, a well. it's a bummer. damn shame though that's all i know why don't we lighten the mood a little bit with what could be what could be a potentially very cool story Sony Corporation and Microsoft Corp announced on Thursday that the two companies will partner on new innovations to enhance customer experiences in their direct-to-customer entertainment platforms and AI solutions. I'm not going to go into all this because there's a lot of words, 
But basically what we're saying is that Microsoft and Sony have decided to work together to make cool stuff. And that includes uh, Microsoft letting Sony uh, use their Azure servers, which is basically what they've been touting is going to be the backbone of their cloud gaming services. Uh, I'm not sure what Sony is going to give to Microsoft in return, except maybe a butt ton of money. But it's really exciting <laughs> to see two powers that were previously, you know, completely and mutually exclusive. Uh, the, I mean, the headlining picture is the two CEOs standing there shaking hands. Like that's that is really cool. The, yeah, the potentiality of this is really really cool. I'm very interested to see what's going to happen next. Yeah, I really like this. I, I think they have the they have the potential to create incredible things i feel like you know why butt heads when you can create incredible things together right feel oh. like uh uh feel like the possibilities are going to be endless if they can oh. do the things correctly right the only thing that i really want is just a more cross play please mm. please sony please that would be so <laughs> much fun. yeah yeah it would be uh, i you know um I think I, I I hope this is a sign that we will see more of that. So what do you, what do you think about uh, this action, right? This, you know, and Google, right? Google's thing. Uh, like, do you think? So, I mean, that, are you saying that this could be a potential like we need to work together to beat Google? Right. Yeah. Hmm. I still think this is yeah. this this is potentially a very fundamentally different like method of achieving a similar goal. Uh but you know, I mean that'd be that it would definitely be interesting. I mean the, there's there the it's great. It's great what Google is trying to accomplish. I'm worried about how they're going to accomplish it, how mm -hmm. they're going to get that technology into everyone's hands. What also has me stumped is that Third-party developers have been working with Microsoft and Sony and, and Steam and, and now Epic for a very, very long time, um, you know, especially Microsoft and Sony for many decades. And I'm not sure what it's going to look like when Stadia comes in as like a direct competitor to what now could be a very us versus them situation. Uh, do third, you know, can or will third parties be able to cross over? Because... I mean, yeah, it's it's it sounds like Google's going to be able to make its own software and, and develop its own games, but you know, at what rate will it be able to do that? At what quality will they be? Uh, you mm -hmm. know, third-party games really matter for a platform, and if it's if it's unknown Google versus Sony and Microsoft, I that's an easy choice. Yeah, I well, go ahead, no, go ahead, Panda. I I don't know. I I really don't know what I was going to say. I just. I'm I'm just really excited about this, to be honest. Like I'm just excited to see this. I think it's a it's a great thing to have, you know. Well, it's definitely a glimmer of light, right? Because mm -hmm. for the longest, Sony, uh, and and all, all everybody, Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, like they're all their own isolated islands, and that's that's just the way it always was, right? And that uh, you began to see that change with games like rocket league and then Fortnite with the cross play. And, and now we're like, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. This, if this is possible, right. If cross play is possible, then by God, I want it for every game, you know, but uh, there was, you know, no, nobody really is ready for that leap, I guess. And Sony clearly isn't ready for that leap, but, uh, 
this is that light of hope. Like maybe the next generation is going to be a, a friendlier place, you know? Maybe so. I don't know if it'll ever, I don't know if we'll ever get any more cross play than what we're, what we're getting now. There, there might be some glimmers, but I think this is more just a, Hey, you have some pretty cool technology and we've got some pretty cool technology. If you show me yours, I'll show you mine type of thing <laughs> that was you my know. game that was my game back in pk <laughs> <laughs> but you know what i mean so it's kind of like hey you know that looks pretty cool this looks pretty cool you know what i mean and it's like hey let's uh tell you what you know let me see them semiconductors and uh you know we'll show you some of this this, this uh, ai technology we got kicking here and then you know but beyond that, I mean, obviously, you know, Sony does more than just PlayStation and Microsoft does more than just Xbox. So there's like right. a whole bunch of other stuff that's probably that's probably going to benefit more than anything. So, yeah, exactly. But, I mean, it's not just just yeah. uh, gaming stuff, you know. But, you know, the key thing is, is if they can get along. No. That's that's the thing. So so the mm-hmm. article you're right is mentioning specifically like cloud tech right and yeah. and is more behind the scenes kind of stuff but the fact that they're that they're working together now is it, to me at least brings hope for more yeah working more commingling and eventually maybe across across pl- platform future you know yeah i think that's know. a yeah exactly you never know i think that's exactly i, I agree with manny i feel like it's great to actually see these two companies come together in at least any fashion, you know, because it's mm-hmm. uh it's just wonderful to see. It's just really nice to see. Now I'd love to see Nintendo get in on this as well, because that's that right. would be the trifecta. Well, I mean, we're kind of already seeing that, right? Because we, we got that little message about uh, uh, Xbox Live and Xbox Game Pass potentially coming to the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. That's a big deal. That is. That's right. Yeah. So... This is a big deal. This is this is big news. I feel like in the uh, it's the changing the of the times, the changing yeah. of the tides. Yeah. Well, I mean, so if ultimately, I think it's going to be good for games, right? And what's good was what's good for uh, like the community of an individual game ultimately be good for for all parties. You know what I'm saying? Because because as long if people are enjoying. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll just call it the Minecraft, the, uh, the most popular game, and you can buy, have pl- have this game and play this game on all platforms, right? And if you can go ahead and, and start to play together, right, with utilizing the uh, friendly, um, you know, cloud computing and whatnot, all that fun stuff, uh, that also means that there's going to be more people. Uh, playing again, if they're all playing together, there's more people invested. Uh, the community, the the overall pool of player pool is go- is bound to increase, and there's more room for the deadly or, or uh, m- uh, microtransactions. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But so it, it's a win win really for everybody. It's a and to me it makes business sense. You know, and it's also pro consumer. So bring it. Yeah, it is. Bring yeah. It. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Final story for me today. There was kind of a, I don't know, weird thing that happened this week. So Epic is doing their kind of version of 
this summer sale. They're doing a big epic store sale and it's it's a pretty significant sale, you know, up to, up to 75% off some games and then another 10 bucks off of just about everything. The problem was is that when they made this sale, they forgot to tell a bunch of people about it, aka the developers of the games. And <laughs> when they mm. told when 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 developers finally figured it out, some of them were not super pumped about it. Uh and it, and it wasn't necessarily because they were going to be making less money because apparently Epic was absorbing the the sale cost here. But uh, because they are worried about the devaluation of their game. So if you have a game, you know, say Vampire, Vampire or Vampire uh, was one of the ones that uh, disappeared, right? And so say Vampire is a game that you're currently selling for $25. But during this sale, this big mega sale that Epic is funding, people are able to get their hands on it for 10 bucks instead of 25 and the developers decided that they don't want their game to be seen as a $10 game, thus have people not buy it at 25 because they're waiting for the next opportunity to buy it at $10. Yeah. And so apparently a number of games have, have pulled out of the Epic sale because, you know, A, they weren't informed, and B, because they're not interested in offering their game for quite so cheap so quickly. Uh, I, was, I was definitely interested to see this. I'm kind of curious to hear your guys' thoughts on games not wanting to be included in sales. Well, I think sometimes the games are just not ready yet, you know? I mean, if you're able to get people to buy it at 25, why would you want to, you know, have it go on sale for like, you know, 10, 15 bucks? Well, what if Epic said to you, we'll sell it for 10, but we'll pay you like the person paid $25? Well, I mean, I don't know. That's just, that's... I mean, like they said, they they're worried about their game being devalued or you know devaluation's a thing a factor in this right you, you see that game for ten dollars and then next thing you know it's 25 dollars. you're like wait why don't i just wait until it goes back on sale again right mm-hmm. i feel like that's a that's a big factor that's a big factor when it comes to running a uh, company or when it comes to uh oh a absolutely big game, you know yeah so mm-hmm. i feel like that that would definitely incline my decision or just you know want me to say no to this as well just pull out of it you know especially if you weren't informed right you know i feel like that's just a big oversight like what Did they say they weren't informed because i was i was uh, I, I was trying to read where it said anything about they they just they didn't disclose why they decided to pull out they just said that they they pulled out of the cell like last minute and i just assumed that was just because you know you know vampire the masquerade hasn't been out that long uh I just assumed yeah. it was because they weren't ready for it to be on a sale yet. You know, they're still getting people buying it on a steady, you know, on a steady basis at its base price as it is right now. They, maybe they just didn't feel like it was a little too soon for a, for a sale on it. Maybe. I don't know. That's fair. Yeah. Either way. It's still, I feel like, uh, I agree with the uh, developers on this case. Uh, I would, uh, I am the, the logic. Game, yeah, yeah, you're right. I think it depends on the game, and and I understand the logic, uh, wholeheartedly. Right, so it, it makes it makes a lot of sense. But what what could be a freaking uh, epic um, solution, right? Is instead of saying this game or this game is ten dollars, right? Uh, then each ac- account has ten dollars of credit that that you that you can spend on whatever game and it would effectively make the game ten dollars but the price is freaking you know 20 
You know what I'm saying? But you had you were given ten dollars of credit. Yeah, see, I I agree. I think that's really nice. That would be really cool to be able to sell it for ten dollars, but still be able to you know basically get twenty five dollars for the sale, like or whatever, whatever you know the percentages yeah. and all that. But I like I said, the devaluation thing is a huge factor. I totally agree with that. I but but if 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 it was credit given to each account the the game itself would maintain its value it just they have ten dollars of credit you know i i think i think i mean that's just that's the way i i think of it you know like they would it's the game price it's still 20 20 or, or what using facetious numbers it would be 20 but you have ten dollars of credit and you're still looking at the value of said game at 20 psychologically it's 20 but you have I get you. a little bit of bonus i get you that you would know? that could totally work but yeah i mean they would have to you know i i don't know i feel like that just there's a lot of i i feel like there's a lot that goes into it it's, there's a lot more that goes into it than just simply being oh. like yeah here we'll just do like ten dollars of credit or whatever you know for for this game in particular because all the other games would be on the epic sale right where they would be well you're down. right you're right you're right yeah yeah so, so, so this then, particular game would be look like it's not on the sale but it would be so it'd be kind of weird right right i feel right, like right. Yeah, the whole sure. thing I'm would have sure. to be rebalanced but either way they're mm-hmm. throwing money they're throwing money at it right which is yeah this is a more pro consumer way of of generating excitement for the epic pla- uh, platform as opposed to uh you know getting exclusives which seems to uh, rile everybody up you know mm-hmm. oh and i was mistaken the vampire the masquerade bloodlines 2 isn't out yet so it's not out yet it's not even out yet so if you jumped on that sale, you were able to get it at a pretty good price before it actually comes out. So yeah, exactly. So that's so even you were snatching up as a pre-order, pre-order sale. So it's uh, yeah, that's a pretty big was... sale for a pre-order too. Right, right, right. There's um, there was another one that's not out yet. I think it was uh, Hades. Uh, let me go back. No, Hades think... should be out. Because that got announced, uh, that that came out the when they announced. Oh no, I'm sorry. After party, which normally sells at twenty, oh. but you can pre-order it right now for freaking ten, bro. Like that look, that's slamming, bro. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's freaking slamming. Yeah, I don't know. That's really interesting. Uh, I don't know. Because like looking that at this game. <laughs> oh my god if i if, if i if i had like a couple of lunch monies i want to you know i want to get back into my uh my old uh actually no i'd never beat anybody up for lunch money i'm lying I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to uh yeah it's okay. yeah it's okay. yeah yeah it's trying okay. to make trying to make a young man see tougher than he actually was right <laughs> I mean, I might not have beat anybody up for lunch money, but I might have been guilty of taking a lunch or two. There might have been some unauthorized trading. Going. Big bully Buddha. Yeah. Big yeah, I always, bully I always ask my Buddha. friends, man, you going to finish that? They're like, no, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to eat it then. That's, that's like, man, how this works. You got that chocolate pudding pop? <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. You don't like your dessert? <laughs> it's mine oh, now. Man. <laughs> but uh, but the, the, there's a couple games. After Party uh is freaking looks amazing that's on sale 10 bucks 
instead of 20. Mm -hmm. There's another one. The uh, Hades is uh, is also a game. That's the one that made from the guys that made Bastion, which was a freaking work of art. It was a wonderful game. Gotcha. You, yeah, you were talking about that earlier. Yeah, yeah, I love Bastion. If you that was a, on Games with Gold, that was a wonderful, wonderful game. There's there's a couple there's a couple really solid ones, man. There's a couple really solid ones. They do have some really solid games on uh on those uh Games of Gold and it just those sales in general. Like we were talking about with this Epic sale, they got some like you said, got some great games. Some that aren't even out yet. You know, that's that are, what I'm saying. Though, yeah. exactly. I mean, yeah, really, so. at the end of the day. If it's a good game at a good price, that's where I'm going to be getting it. You know what I'm saying? Very true. Yeah, I feel like uh, I I I tend to try not to spend sixty dollars on a game nowadays. You know, like the new games that come out, the AAA titles and all that. I I used to all the time, and now I feel like I I barely even play any of them. You know, so why am I spending this much money when I could get it on sale later on? You know, have a Three months down the road, it'll be like twenty dollars off, right? You know that they come out with one every year. That might be like a a discussion as far as you know with games as a service, right? So all games are lasting longer. The life cycle of a game is longer than it's ever been, right? Mm -hmm. Games running four or five years, still creating content, you know, and with no signs of slowing down. Wanting to hold on to every single player as far as long as possible. Uh, and then, you know, this creates more of a backlog, right? So you have this game that you like. They, they keep on giving new content, new experiences and whatnot. These other games are coming out. And they're, they're like I said, full price, 60 bucks. But you you got your, your hands full already. What do you do? Mm -hmm. do, you, do you jump ship? Like back in the day, the games were... You know, you had your game, you had it for a couple, you know, years or whatnot, and then you just, you move on. But most games weren't big, big multiplayer games. You, you played it, you had, you had your fun, you had, you enjoyed your experience. You just, you're waiting for the next, for the next game. Yeah, I you think know? that's just, just a new strat now, you know. I mean, we talk about not pre-ordering stuff and, and uh, you know, it, it, it shows true all the time. Like, you know, these games that come out right away. And you have people that have to have it right away and they pay full price and you got guys that are willing to wait a little bit longer. And if you just, if you can wait, you're going to get it at a better deal. Um, and that's just, that's, I think that's just the best strat. But I mean, obviously some of us, we have to have it, you know, reasons, not just, uh, you know, for our enjoyment, you know, a lot of us, you know, because we stream and whatnot, we like to get these games because it's current and, and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we want to be playing what, what, uh, the new, the new toy, you know, we want to, we want to flex that new toy that we got. So, um, exactly. it, it can be, it can be pretty hard, but I mean, like I, most of my backlog is, is, is full of just games that I waited on that I am getting, um, on a sale, you know, between like your spring sales, your black Fridays and, you know, every other week is a developer sale of some kind. So if there's, you know, like Ty said last week, what do you got? Uh, uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands for 15 bucks. So it's like they announced the new game. And then what happens? The old game that's been out for a minute becomes discounted. It's like, boom, here you go. You know, and 
Exactly. I remember spending $90 on that game. I got the first year and the season pass Ooh. and all that. It, oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah, buddy. Lord, you know Lord it. Mercy. I love I love Lord the Ghost Recon games, man. They were, they were good. You know? And I was excited and, for that one. Dollars for a game. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? And then, like, you know, and then you have a pass. You know, you, you never know. You never so it's kind of like, you know, I would be, I, I you know, I, if I had bought Wolfenstein, the, the new Colossus, for when it first came out, I'd be bent right now seeing that drop in the Game Pass. Mm-hmm. You know, same thing with the latest Tomb Raider. Same yeah, thing with the latest I mean, that's, Just That's just always, that's first comers always pay the most. That's always the way it's true. Always, true, always, but always it's different crazy. now with Game Pass, though. It's not like, oh, I got it for $20 off. No, I got it for the price of my game pass that's a that's that's a whole bigger deal like that's curbed my buying completely because it's like man i start eyeing an indie title and i'm like man eh, do i think that one's gonna end up in the game pass like am i gonna fall victim to this like like a lot of the games that came this month i have half of those games i think there was only maybe two out of the ones that dropped i didn't have so i'm like man you know i, I just held out a little bit longer <laughs> I got so greedy. I agree with that. I agree with that. I think (laughs) I think it hurts more when it goes on Game Pass after you spent a bunch of money on it instead of it just being discounted. You know, when it it goes on Game Pass, you're just like, oh, but why? (laughs) And you have to keep an eye out on what goes on sale, because sometimes that sale. Oh, that sucker's about to drop into Game Pass. It's on sale right now for some reason. It's (laughs) about to come on over. (laughs) Boom. Next thing you know. They do it all the time. It's like, oh, they throw out the sale. Like, hey, you sure you don't want to buy it? You sure you don't want to buy it? It's $15 off, $20 off. You sure you don't want it? You sure you don't want it? And at the last minute, like, okay, fine, here. If you got Game Pass, now you got it. Like, damn. <laughs> damn it. Yeah, but, but, but. Then there's, there's times like uh, now where we were just uh, counting all the different games that are, that are leaving True. Game Pass, right? Well, you right. have that. But these games have been there for a high minute. It's not like these are games that just popped in and then they're popping out. These games have been in, in Game Pass for a hot minute. So, I mean, you know, if you didn't jump on it in the past, like whatever it's been, some of these games have been in there for over months. You know, six months. Yeah. You know, if, uh-huh. you didn't, if you didn't jump on it, then, you know. Now's the time. Now's the time. <laughs> you got to um, the end of the month. <laughs> Panda, real quick. So you said you were you were into into the Ghost Recon games. What are your thoughts on Breakpoint? Did you take a look at that? We talked about I, yeah, it a little bit a last week. Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun, and I definitely wanna definitely wanna play it as soon as it comes out. I am like ninety dollars um, fun. Like nine, it looks like ninety dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get the gold edition and everything, man. I'll get the super oh, deluxe man. bad boy. You know, oh my gosh! Edition, I don't you even. Um, oh. you know, but I'm, I'm really excited for it. It looks like a lot of fun, and I think uh, I like the way that Ghost Recon's heading. I I enjoy that kind of shooter, you know, where it's like um, third person open world, and you're kind of going through like a story and whatnot to, you know, fight bosses. That was a lot of fun. So I'm excited to see what the uh, the new one's all about. Breakpoint. I I, I, I like. I because I, I've been now getting more into Wildlands, right? Although I have been getting into it, uh, permadeath, right? But the whole like me- harder difficulty, like which just uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be permadeath, but when you amp up the difficulty to the point where you have to play more tactically, I think that is really cool, you know. 
Yeah. And I'll, like I said earlier, playing that game on a very hard difficulty, Wildlands, is it is a lot of fun. I, I remember going through that after I after I beat it on the uh, like normal or whatever. I usually go through it on normal just to kind of have fun with it, you know, enjoy the story. And then I like to try and go through it and see if I can get through it on the hardest difficulty. And man, it was tough. There was a lot of like a lot of outposts where you you restart like several several times and it's it's tough it can be really tough but it's super rewarding and it's a lot of fun like you said where you have to be more tactical it's just it's just a lot more fun it really is oh uh i i you know i'm i'm i am uh although wheels are turning you can hear the i'm thinking about it like i i have i do have a lot of fun with it i'm excited about breakpoint I think uh, I think the idea is really cool. I think you know some of the some of the things as simple as it may be, like being able to throw a smoke grenade, pick up somebody in in a hot situation, and be able to freaking move on out, like that is awesome, right? Picking up bodies, hiding them so people won't get alerted. That's awesome. Having uh, your team to to be able to have individual sync shots so you can get up to 16 players down and one freaking shot bro that is awesome so fun yeah. i really enjoyed i really enjoyed that kind of gameplay that wildlands brought you know i really yeah. really did so i'm excited just, to see this new one that th- that that though just sounds like to me like they're add way more you're right enemies they add way more <laughs> yeah. enemies just- just add more enemies and more stuff to shoot at. I feel like yeah. that is, uh, yes. yeah, yeah. Well, uh, they're going like to be hunting you, intact. right? Like more with more tactical uh, maneuverability or whatnot. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I like how they said that they'll be like, you know, you'll be a, you'll be the hunted kind of thing in this situation. Yeah. So it's a bit more. Oh, well, I feel like it's going to be a bit more intense. I, was... I hope. I was totally fanboying, man. Last like last, uh, last week, we were talking about it. I, you know, we're going over the uh, the trailer and everything, bro. I'm 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 pumped. I'm pumped. If, if, so if you're gonna if you're gonna pick it up, I I, I don't know. Buddha's gonna be uh, picking it up. Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready to jump in. I'm already ready. Now again, I'm not gonna pre-order, and I'm still I'm uh, I'm not necessarily a day one dude. I gotta see. But if it's yeah, if it's like Division it. Two, Division Two came out and like no real no real problems, right, Ty? Like it was pretty pretty damn smooth. Uh, I mean, for all intents and purposes, it was pretty good. I mean, obviously Reddit found things to complain about, but as far uh, as launches yeah, yeah, yeah. go for a AAA looter shooter, yeah, it's freaking great. Uh, so if it's if it's at, at at par with the type of smoothness of a division two, I'll be picking it up within the first week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, you, I did not pay attention to the uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey release. Was it also very good? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty smooth. So I mean, it, it like... speaks volumes to Ubisoft's current QA. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. which is they've, good. They've done a pretty good job as of late. You know, that's good. Picking notes, uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, even a lot even of people the are jacking rate it all up. Speaks to so. that as well. I mean, it's just good content coming out real smooth. I like it, man. Yeah, they got a good formula going. So yeah, I dig it. You know, there's a good. there's an article uh, on the blog, the hardcore casuals, uh, the hardcore casuals dot com slash blog uh, that kind of references that, 
and Ubisoft and doing pretty well, being in a good good place right now. Go ahead and check it out. Written by yours truly. Oh, baby. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> um, okay, I guess I guess that's that for the news. Buddha, um, we were talking yeah. about the Epic game sales and all that fun stuff. What else do we have uh, besides the, the sad news of what we're losing on Game Pass? <laughs> <laughs> What well, we let's got? just go through the list. We'll go through the list real quick of what is going to be leaked by the 31st of this month. Okay. So you're looking at D4, Dark Dreams Don't Die, uh, DMC, Devil May Cry, the, the Definitive Edition. Uh, one of my favorites, Jump Jet Rex. If you never played Jump Jet Rex, it's a pretty fun little game. Uh, Night Squad, Laser League, which I know a lot of us oh, were all over Laser League. You know what? It's, it's going bye-bye. Yeah, they can, that was a fun game. Maybe maybe it'll come back one day with that whole co-op thing that they needed to have. That they they needed to have that. I'm <laughs> yeah. still mad. I don't know I'm... why. It seems like a no-brainer. The game would have been the hotness, but eh. I mean, it was fun, but it could have been much better. It could have been a V game. Um, yeah, Layers of Fear, um, which that one's been on there for quite some time. Great. Uh, Saints Row, uh, The Reelected. Uh, Shanti and the Pirate's Curse, which is another pretty cool little platformer if you haven't tried that one. Uh, Super Mega Baseball Extra Innings, which I think that was uh, Games of Gold not too long ago. Uh, Super Time Force, uh, Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga, and uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, which uh, that one kind of hurts a little bit for those that were big fans of that. Super yeah. classic. I actually, actually yeah. was recently playing that one, so I'm glad that I, I played that a bit. Or uh, before it gets taken off, yeah, that is yep. a, that is definitely a classic game. Yep. So Great unfortunately, game. we lost those. You know, I'm sure next month we'll we'll have uh, by the end of that month they'll usually start leaking what's gonna what's gonna be dropping out uh, for the new month. So uh, our games with gold, uh, we still have Earth Defense uh, for again uh, the Golf Club two or Golf Club the Golf Club 2019, uh, pretty good golf game if you like that sort of stuff and uh, comic jumper are going to be our games of gold. Um, PlayStation splash was, a, was the same thing overcooked and um, what remains of Edith Finch, many. <clears throat> um, I'm on it. And uh, <laughs> uh, the backwards compatibility was uh hitman HD pack. Uh, that's what the backwards is. Um, oh. The uh, right now, if you're on the PlayStation, you got a Ubisoft sale going on right now. Um, Xbox has right now uh, a Japan developer sale, but it ends the day you're hearing this podcast. So if you just so happen to catch this podcast first thing, and you were able to chew to the very end, try to check out that sale. A lot of cool stuff going on there. If you like some of those JRPGs and Final Fantasy and stuff like that on there. And then, of course, we talked about it earlier. Epic has got a big sale. Um, if you were looking for that PC love. Of course, if you're looking for uh, the Vampire Masquerade Bloodlines too, unfortunately, <laughs> that's gone. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all I got. And then hopefully, uh, did you guys pick up, uh, what is it, Untold Stories? Or Stories Untold, I'm sorry. Stories Untold. Yeah, I picked that. That was the free, that. Uh, free game from Epic uh, this last round. So you didn't pick out. It looks actually pretty cool. I'm actually looking forward to it. It does. That. It looks really cool. Like some type of, uh, I mean, moody horror style kind of, yep. kind of thing. 
Which might, uh, you know, I might have to do more PC stuff because considering my capture cards being uh, a weirdo. So if that's the case, I guess I'm gonna have to do PC stuff. So I guess it looks like uh, games from Epic and uh, I don't know, Craft and Magic. I think that's what's gonna end up happening. Oh, oh, baby. Yeah, good times, <laughs> good times, and that's all I got. Alrighty, well, that's uh, good, good, uh, good stuff, Panda. Why don't yes, you? Uh, uh, oh, jeez. My mind went blank. Hold on. <laughs> what's, what's hey, no, why don't you tell us where we can find you on socials and on stream? Yeah, that's uh, what I was going to say, but I, I was going to say that. But I was like, man, should I should I say something else? But, but how about you do that? Where do we find yeah, okay. you, Panda? <laughs> well, you can find me on... Uh, wait, 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 wait. Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. Let me actually just... Uh, let me just say that clean. <laughs> Let me just go. Dude, you nerd. Come on, just let it run. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, I can't uh, make mistakes on podcast. All right, fine, Eat damn it. Fine. Go. Keep going. Eat a man. <laughs> fine. Keep going. I was gonna edit it out. Keep going. Go. You what are we what, where can we find you, damn it? I'm gonna go to Spotify on Monday <laughs> totally, morning. I'm gonna make totally sure. <laughs> Monday morning. Uh, oh man. So you can find me on uh, on Mixer, Mixer.com, uh, Pandaroni. If you want to find me on there, you can also find me on YouTube, uh, YouTube.com slash Pandaroni. I'm also on there. Um, yeah, I'm also on the Twitter. My name on there is a little bit different, though. Unfortunately, Pandaroni was just unfortunately taken. So uh, I had to do <laughs> Pandaroni Mixer, all one word. So I'm sure all the links will be in uh, all with this and whatnot. So, yeah. But, yeah, thank you so much for having me today. It was really a lot of fun. Absolutely, yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah, um yeah definitely all of his links are going to be on the hardcorecasuals.com all you want to do is is check out the uh podcast page each and every episode has the links of the of the articles that we talk about right uh and that there you're going to find the links for uh Pandaroni uh and myself and Tie Fighter and and uh, Buddha of course uh, but it, go ahead and check out in particular, go ahead and check out, uh, that YouTube man, you know, like, uh, I've really been enjoying his, his Minecraft YouTube, uh, venture, his playthrough. It, it has yeah. been a lot of fun to be honest. It's a, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a way different pace than streaming. Recording is way different pace, but it is so much fun to, uh, get to work on these, uh, Get to work on these videos, especially on the server, you know, having the community server. It's a lot more fun having a community to play with and whatnot, uh, as well as interact with during these videos, you know? Yeah, so it's it's, really it's nice. cool. I, I'm excited. I'm really excited to see more. I'm happy you're doing it. You're, you're like the first one uh, that's uh, that's jumping out into the the extra content that we've been talking about, you know. So super excited to see that. Make sure you check that out, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you're listening to us on uh, iTunes, go ahead and drop that uh, a five-star review, you know, and uh, leave a little comment. I will be sure to rate it. Uh, also, again, thehardcorecasuals.com, the, the that's our, our website. Uh, check out the blog. We have our uh, the our Patreon, thehardcorecasuals.com slash Patreon, and of course the Discord, thehardcorecasuals.com slash Discord. Uh, we'd love to hear from you, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you so much. I guess I guess that's it. So until next time, see ya. Bye. Excelsior, you mo's. 